It's fish at six and what a day. There's the six bombs on the wall. Oh, what a lovely sound. Inviting for Cowboys Nation. Fish heads in Cowboy Nation. 70,000 almost strong. Hanging out in the fishbowl. That's where I hang out. I'm Mike Fisher. This is the fishbowl. That is the star. And away we go with a top 10. We're loaded for bear. Straight dope, no bullshit, didn't get on, be good. Bring something of intellect to the table. Would you please, only three slappies allowed per show. Uh, the brief fund is available. Um, should you care to partake? Straight dope, no bullshit, let's go. Top 10, item one. The Cowboys want it both ways, and I love it. Uh, Jerron Kerr speaking with uh, the media today via telecommunications says, on the one hand, hey, the Packers, hey, you know, this is just another team in our way. Uh, Mike McCarthy coached there for 13 seasons. It's just, a, just another good team. It's not making it bigger it is. And then so um, on social media, Cowboy reporters, that's playoff mode, man. That's the way you're thinking. You're just focused. Yeah, yeah. Let him keep talking. Uh, we don't care. It's just a team. And then he said, we want to win this one for coach. Fiddly diddly dink. Which is it? Well, it's both. It is just another team. It's just in the way. You're just going to watch that film, lift them weights. And because this team likes its coach, they want to help this team beat the franchise that once fired him after 13 pretty damn good years. Yes, the Cowboys want it both ways, and I'm supportive of the notion. Item two, to get way ahead of it, way ahead of it, uh, the list of Cowboy free agents, guys are going to be out of contract this year. Um, I don't think you should be, I don't think this should be shocking to you. I think this is normal. It might even be less than normal. Now, we're not counting, obviously, Micah and Lamb. Those are uh, negotiations to be had. We're not counting Dak Prescott. Okay, but let, let me whip through some of the guys. And I'm not, I'm not dissing any of them. I'm not saying, oh, he sucks. He Tyron, you know, you know, I mean, that was the plan. You knew you were going to get here. Tony Pollard, that was the plan. He had a good game, by the way. Good for him. $10 million running back? Gilly, who we'll get to in a minute. That was the plan at 33. Dorrance Armstrong, they have a lot of depth at defensive end. I think they really like Dorrance Armstrong as a person, as a player, athletically, and all the rest. Dorrance Armstrong is the kind of guy that somebody else goes and pays twice as much as you want to pay, and then you end up getting a fifth-round compensatory pick for it. Jerome Curse. He became something pretty special here after more than a half decade in the league. He was Minnesota and Detroit. He was just kind of a special teams, a tall special teams guy. That's different now. I believe he's free. Um, I, I, I want him but I'm also prepared to turn the page for the younger guy. Jordan Lewis, he just won the Ed Block Courage Award. Um, that's a big deal inside this building. I'm, I'm not. 
I'm not breaking the bank on Jordan Lewis, Dante Fowler. They got him off the scrap heap. Valuable guy, has value. I, I guess there's a difference between valuable and has valuable. Noah Iggy, Jonathan Hankins, they signed him to a one-year deal for a reason. The long snapper, one-year deal for a reason. Chuma, one-year deal for a reason. Sir Neville Gallimore, sir. Never made a big commitment to him. Rico, never made a big commitment to him. Tyler Beatish. Uh, they have had a conversation about keeping him and they will try. There's going to be panic in the streets over some of this. But all of it is really all in the planning. You should concern yourself with how you're going to negotiate your way through Dak, Micah, and Lamb. I would not get overly excited about Chuma Edoga, is all I'm saying. Item three, Big Mike remarked today, and, I, and he's smart the way he says this. This is as strong a locker room as I've been around. It gives us the opportunity to compete and win. Hope is a powerful thing. Now, I can already hear the naysayers, you know, the guys that thought Mike McCarthy would be fired today on Black Monday. You know, those guys. What do you mean, hope? Zach Luna, been a member uh, in the Uncle Fish Premium Club for four months. Happy NFC East Championship Monday, Fish. And to you, sir, Randy Hoffman. $2 pitch in. Randy Hoffman, who hates the Cowboys. Every single thing about him. Randy, I will give your $2 back if you will put in here Five things that you love about this year's Cowboys. Five things. I will send you $2. In fact, I'll do better than that. I'll send you a valuable prize. Out of the uh, Uncle Fish store prize closet. Five things. Hurry up. I'm busy. Do, 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 do. Randy Hoffman name. Five things you love about this year's cowboy team. Clock is ticking. Let off steam. Boom, boom. <laughs> Notice that McCarthy didn't say it's the strongest locker room. This is a sign of, a, uh, of an educated man. Even though McCarthy went to Fort Hayes State or someplace. I, before he went to, I, well, he went to, he went to Fort Hayes State, didn't he, or someplace? It's as strong of a lot, because if you say it's the strongest locker room, then people are going, oh, boy, what about last year? Oh, wait a minute. What about the Super Bowl pack? It's as strong of a locker room. And when he says that hope is a powerful thing, he's not saying hope is a plan, because we all know, oh, it's not a plan. That meme. But the belief that we can go compete for a Super Bowl, we have real hope there based in real fact. It's a powerful thing. Good for Big Mike, who, by the way, um, just like you did this morning uh, when we did Breakfast at Fish, when you guys were putting right now, Ron Revere just got fired, <laughs> like on live TV. And then, uh, did it happen with somebody else this morning? Same thing. If Mike McCarthy gets fired tonight, will you let me know? 
because I'm not going to check ESPN to ask them. Caleb D, $5 pitching. McCarthy has the best record in his first four years as Cowboy head coach than any other coach in Cowboy history. When will he get some love? He gets exactly what he deserves here on this show. And I don't understand. Listen, we've done the Yankee Pack, Yankee Packer Steeler thing. We've done that. And as I've told you, I've had that conversation with him. But Adam Schefter's writing about how he might get fired? Adam Schefter's got something against him? What are we doing? Max, I'll get into Gilly's shoulder. You know I will. John P. McCarthy might have a psychology degree. Uh, most, some do. Some have an advanced PE degree. I should check. Patrick J. I back Big Mike all the way. I back him all the way up until two things happen. One, he fails to meet expectations. Well, what are the expectations? We don't know. Only Jerry knows that. And Jerry will move the bar as he sees fit and has the right to do that. And maybe should do that. I've said it before. I say it again. If the Cowboys lose 50 to nothing to, to Green Bay, Jerry absolutely should step back and take a breath. VJ, I know. He said, we'll, we'll see how the playoff games go. Good. But he also said he's an outstanding coach who got us here. See, let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you sidebar on this. Why aren't the other NFL owners, general managers, in the Cowboys position being asked the same question? And why aren't they answering the same question? Well, two reasons. One, Adam Schefter didn't write that Nick Sirianni is going to be fired. They didn't write that John Harbaugh might be fired. They didn't write that Sean McDermott might be fired. They didn't write that uh, McDaniel in Miami might get fired. That's why there's no story to react to in all those cases. And also, their owner didn't go downstairs and talk with the media after every game. That's why. So that so Jerry's answer is not disingenuous. Jerry's answer is not confounding. Jerry's answer is not confusing. Jerry's answer is barely news, except that he gave an answer. Because one, he makes himself available to do that, which I appreciate. And two, Adam Schefter started it. Sean Stevenson, I like Dak's attitude about that hat in the interview. I want more. Yeah, we addressed that this morning. You can read about it at CowboysSI.com as well. One more time on this. I cannot and will not report as news ever. Some people say it's not fair. It's not fair to McClay. It's not fair to McCarthy. You're Adam Schefter. Pick up the phone and call McClay. You want his number? I'll give it to you. Sons of bitches.
the two things that will get Mike McCarthy fired are one, he fails to vault over Jerry's bar of expectations, not Schefter's, not yours, not mine, not some people says. Some people says don't count. And two, if he ever loses the locker room, you could win a Super Bowl, theoretically. Theoretically, and lose the locker room. In which case, I would have to consider dismissing my coach. If Dak Prescott, Micah Parsons, Tank Lawrence, C.D. Lamb, Zach Martin come to me as an owner and they say, we have been appointed by as, as a committee. The 53 guys have all been talking about it. We hate our coach. Please get him out of here. We do not want to play for him. We don't like him. We don't like the way he talks. We don't like the way he walks. His breath stinks. We don't like the car he drives. We're sick of his stories. Whatever. Then he's fired. Those are the two. That's it. Not some people around the league say. Not. If I ever do that, crown me. And by the way, crown me doesn't mean put a king's hat on my head. It means hit me in the head as hard as you can. <clears throat> Item four, Dan Quinn, hot. He's a hot candidate. It won't be about money whipping him. We already know that. Cowboyssi.com, meaning me, broke the story of how Jerry got him to stay last time. Cowboyssi.com, meaning me, has had multiple conversations with Dan Quinn in the last three years about how this works. Is there an opportunity for Dan Quinn to go to an ideal situation where he can go try once again to run his own ship? If that situation presents itself, Dan Quinn will be tempted to leave. The Chargers have a quarterback. The Panthers might. The Commanders don't, but they have the second overall pick. Atlanta? We will monitor this and take my pledge here. I will do the same thing with Dan Quinn that I did the last two years. When I tell you, here's what, I can't say it that way. When I tell you what happened in Dan Quinn's interview with the Broncos that was conducted right there, and when I tell you I'm standing about three feet away from it, I won't be having to say some people said. <clears throat> Item five, injury update. Uh, Stephen Jones goes on one to five through the fan and says, number one, how outstanding the work from Bass and Hoffman was. And uh, I'm not a scout. I don't pretend to be a scout. When I played football, I was terrible. Terrible. Ask the late, great Gil Brandt. I wasn't a good player. Uh, I'm not an NFL coach. I'm not a scout. Marsha uh, is so wealthy that I could be an owner, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> but by all accounts, those two guys handled themselves really well. And we're talking, I mean, we're talking about two, you talk about scrap heap kids. 
Uh, Alex, how do the Eagles get a primetime spot? Well, they're, uh, they're on Monday night. I'll tell you this, Alex. Here's why. Because America wants to watch them burn. I think you missed the super chat. What a marvelous clown show the Eagles have become. I mean, it's it's outstanding. It's such a soap opera. It's uh, Real Housewives of uh, Philadelphia. Caleb D., some people say is a cop-out to create stories. If I was teaching a journalism class and some kid said, said some people say, and, and turned it in as a news story, some people say they might build a bridge over there on that part of campus. Like, what? I really would. I, what's this? What do you mean some people say? Go ask the school president. Go ask the construct. What do you mean some people say? It's not journalism. Offensive line. Bass and Hoffman, good. But then Stephen said, we think we're going to be full force in our offensive line, which means Tyler Smith is going to rub some aspirin on it and go against the Packers. And it means Zach Martin is going to get over get over whatever it is that ails him. Uh, Zach Luna with a $10 pitch in. Woo, $10. Regardless of what happens in the playoffs this season, three straight 12 and fives is incredibly successful. Part of getting to the Super Bowl is a little bit of luck. In my eyes, this team's a little bit more than lucky. Completely buying it. That doesn't mean that 12 and five automatically keeps your job either. I'm just, I'm just telling you. And I'll say this, this ain't bragging, it's true. There is no media member who has had more conversations with Jerry Jones in the last 34 years than me. None. And I'm just telling you, firing, thinking he's going to bed tonight and staying up and staring at the ceiling. And Gene says, what are you doing, honey? And Jerry says, "Uh, just between us girls, I'm thinking of, uh, uh, I'm smiling when I say this now, uh, Gene. uh, uh, I'm thinking of firing Big Mike. Uh, if we lose the Secretary, he just doesn't think that way. You like that pillow talk between Gene and Jerry? That's gonna be my ne- name of my next show. You have to imitate Gene. She's an Arkansas, the classiest Arkansas beauty queen there ever was. You have you can do an Arkansas accent. You should hear Marsha when we watch uh, TV shows with accents, and they're about like they're Texas. She'll go. That's not the way that people talk in Nacogdoches. They talk like this. Then I'll say, well, what's different from that from Georgia? And then she'll go, oh, no, Georgia's like this. I said, doesn't that sound a little like South Padre? she go, no, South Padre is like that. She, she got every dialect down in Texas. The Gene and Jerry pillow talk starring fish and sugar. <laughs> Item six, Gilly. Gilly got the MRI today. He's good. But even before that, Gilly goes... I went to the sideline and went to the medical people. My shoulder popped out. Ugh. So what'd they do, Gilly? They popped it back in. And he's gonna be fine. Richie L, you get in victory formation, you don't go for a touchdown. This is a fascinating story out of, uh, uh, in the Orlando, on um, the Atlanta Saints game. And you're right, except the coach didn't do it. Jameis Winston did it. 
They wanted to reward Williams. He hadn't had scored a touchdown all year. Didn't he lead? Did he lead the league in touchdowns last year? He hadn't scored one all this year. They wanted to get him a touchdown. They didn't tell the coach. The problem with it is, it's not that it's Bush League. Eh, it's a little Bush League. The problem with it is, they lined up in victory formation, and that's how somebody gets hurt. Because when I line up in victory formation, you're just going to stand there. The next thing you know, we're tricking you at the end of a game where it's four. I don't mind 48 to seven. Like Winston said after the game, it was already 41 to seven. It wasn't about rubbing it in for me. It was about, I'm just standing there watching, looking at the clock wind down, and all of a sudden you block me. Uh, that ain't right. That ain't kosher. I cannot uh, deal with you right now, young man. How do I do it? What do I do? I don't know. Good. Broken H. Hey, hey, hey. Let's do it. Broken Halo, right now in the Uncle Fish store, has created We Run the East shirts. Who wants one? Let's give one away. Let's do it tonight. So, type in, and Broken Halo, you're going to have to run this show. I'm out of this. Marsha's out of this. This is all you. Email, shmemail, communication, one shirt in the next 10 minutes, type in the word East and Broken Halo, he will throw Marsh's dart. And that Marsh's dart will strike your name and you, somebody you, will win. Starting right now. Ranger X, huh? That's the way it goes. So I, I, Broken Halo, welcome to Marsh's world. There might be 12,000 people that type in East. And there you go. There's a, mil there's a million. Well, with somewhere between 12,000 and a million. Ranger X, hit the like button, fish heads. Oh, yeah. A lot of people watching this show. In fact, uh, by the time we hit midnight, there might be 20,000 people that watch this show. Maybe 70,000. Nobody really knows. So would you please hit the like button? That tells YouTube that you want quality programming. Emmy award winning programming. Think not slap dickery. So uh, on the count of three, would 100 and three people, please hit the like button. Three, do it. Two, one. Fish, will you please put on the blue fedora hat? All right, I think I will. Yeah, would work. These little town blues. This is my Tom Landry fish Dora. And yes, it's available in the Uncle Fish store. Dink. Go get you one. Maybe I'll give away mine this week. But right now, no, I'm not. Because that will preclude you from wanting to go buy one. Go buy one. It's like $14 and they're funny and fun. Seabass, I think Quinn finally leaves. Money talks. Seabass, you're not listening to me. Won't be about money. He already has money. Patrick J, it's a blank slate regarding Big Mike. We know Jerry's unpredictable. Is he? Let's think about that. Where in Jerry's hiring and firing, where in Jerry's firing of head coaches has he been unpredictable? I'll wait. Do, 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 do. Jerry in his firing of head coaches has never been unpredictable. Ever. 
Gilly MRI, so his shoulder's fine. He's playing. Item seven, Jason Garrett, friend of the show. Goes on the NBC last night, Red Ball, and says, Dak and Lamb are the best quarterback receiver duo in the league. And a lot of people have written about this. Uh, we'll have more on it at CowboysSI.com. Here's what's so fantastic about Garrett's observation. Not just be, not just that he is an outstanding evaluator, evaluator of talent. Obviously, he knows offensive talent football, and obviously, he knows Dak. What's so wonderful about Red Ball's analysis of Dak and Lamb as the best quarterback receiver duo in the league is it's obvious. There's nobody doing anything close to this. Lamar is doing some special things, but he doesn't have a pass catcher doing special things with him. Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey, no, not this year. Uh, Diggs with Josh Allen, not this year. Tua isn't Dak. He's got Tyreek. There's nothing like Dak and C.D. Lamb. And Dak's going to get MVP votes, and C.D. Lamb's going to get Offensive Player of the Year votes. And Jason Garrett is right again. Uh, that thing about Dak won't wear the uh, it's a lock NFC East stuff. It's it's just uh, it's just so powerfully symbolic. And that stuff matters. Big buck, $5 pitch in. Speaking of the fedora fish, when and why did coaches quit wearing sports coats and dress pants? I don't know. You know what's the wildest thing for me is? The NBA? It, again, took them 70 years. They just wear like sweatsuits on the sideline now. It's wild. It's weird to watch. It's weird to look at. The NFL, of course, been doing it long enough. Now, I will say this, Big Buck, besides comfort, you know what else drives it? They sell that stuff. So they go to the coaches now and tell them. Like Coaches don't pick out their own wardrobe, right? You aware of that? They're told what to wear. Hey, this is, uh, you know, this is charity weekend. We're all going to wear this. Hey, this is military weekend. We're all going to wear this. Hey, we're trying to sell these shirts now that have zigzags on them. Everybody wear a zig your zigzag shirt. Craig D. Fish, you're the one who needs a crown because you saved us all from having to watch ESPN. Alex D., I was a Dak hater. I'm just here to apologize. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for you, Alex. You're off the hook. Except I do I do wonder. By the way, I never did see Randy Hoffman's list of five things that he likes about this year's Cowboys. Wonk wonk. Randy Downer, where are you? Here's what I don't get, Alex, and I say this lovingly because you're one of my seventy thousand best friends. Why did you ever hate him? What was there about Dak that made you hate him? <laughs> Fort Worth, Texas. The only way Mike is fired this year is it? No, stop yourself. You don't. You have no idea. 
Max, Fish, did you hear that clown Ocho Stinko say that the Eagles are playing possum and that they're doing this on purpose? They lost the NFC East title on purpose? They lost the number two seed on purpose? They lost the number one seed on purpose? Because they had the number one seed. Wow. That's some... What's it called? About uh, You play checkers. I play chess. I play... What's the next level of chess? Third degree chess. What's it called? Come on, producer. Third degree chess. You know, third dimensional chess. I don't even play. I don't even play one dimensional chess. I'll play a, a, a mean game of aggravation. I'll take my marble and crown you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, no. The Eagles are embroiled in controversy in their room. Backstabbing, finger pointing, front stabbing, malingering. Um, the word that one of them used was miserable. We're miserable. He said that when they were 10 and one. We're miserable. They've lost five of their last six. You're telling me some idiot's on TV saying he thinks they lost five of their last six so they would so they would not play three home games. Bad man. Wish my name was Bad Man. Uncle Fish Premium uh, subscriber with the uh, Circle and the Star. Hey, how do I get the Circle and the Star? Ask the fellas. They'll show you how. Fish, I always watch you while enjoying my dinner. Best cowboy info anywhere. Uh, I, I bump into this all the time. I find it so uh, uh, fantastic and flattering. The number of you that are right now sitting there, it's Ma, it's Pa, it's Junior, and Sissy. And the four of you are watching this at the dinner table like it's a like it's an important TV show. Not that it's not. Let's not misunderstand. <laughs> important. Item eight. Dak won't wear the gear. It's symbolic. That's Chad Jensen again. Pipe it. Ah, people busy. That's my friend Chad. Um, the Seattle Seahawks locker room, they won the game 21 to 20 yesterday but didn't make the playoffs. And in the locker room, some guys were, quote, smoking victory cigars because they won. And it was the younger guys, mostly. And one of them said, well, you know, we're celebrating uh, love just had a baby. And somebody else said, hey, we're just relaxing. And somebody else said, well, you know, everybody does it different. And Bobby Wagner, who's been around, he wasn't mad about it, but he said, they're just young. So I really believe this. You know what? Uh, when you're watching the game and you'll see somebody on the sideline, the team's losing and you'll see him smile. And you go, why is he smiling? They should be, or after the game, guys are in a prayer circle. Why are they praying together? They're the enemy. Or they do a jersey exchange. We just lost 48 to nothing. Why are we doing a jersey? Or they're shit. Different people mourn different ways. Not everybody puts their fist through the sheetrock. But symbolically, you probably shouldn't smoke victory cigars when your team that thought it was going to the playoffs collapsed and you didn't. So the symbolism of Dak saying, uh, thanks for the shirt, I'm not wearing that, is powerful. Item nine, <clears throat> quote from Micah. We spent a lot of time on this show parsing through, digging through, and super over-evaluating Micah's comments. Dean G, 
$5 pitch. What category does Lamar lead in as a quarterback, not as a Raven? Um, wins? Difficulty to stop? Hardest guy to game plan? Hardest offensive player in football to game plan? That would be some good categories. Ed Quinn, we dominate the East. Then go get a shirt. Oh, that's your way of saying East. I get it. Yeah, go get you a shirt. Just type in East and watch Broken Halo have to scramble like he's Marsha Jr. You'll see. A lot of times we've said, Micah, if you just, could you just turn it down a notch? Um, both the volume and the quantity, not the quality of the things you say, just the quantity. But this was a good one. And I'm going to tell you why. He said, regular season is cute. Oh. He said, but this is legacy. He goes, there's a term, there's a saying, be phenomenal or be forgotten. Now, that's, that's almost poetic because the PH and the F sound alike. Be phenomenal or be forgotten. This is legacy. Good. And he could have stopped it there, but he says something else. And I'm glad he did. I'm paraphrasing now. He said, we get to hang around Michael Urban. We get to hang around Charles Haley. We just got to hang around Jimmy Johnson. I'm paraphrasing now. And he said, those guys are in the Cowboys Hall of Fame, meaning the Ring of Honor. And he basically said, I wanna do what they did. Irvin, Haley, Jimmy, Micah Parsons, say more if you're going to talk like that. And finally, item 10, but then there's a bonus. Latest odds to win the Super Bowl. This is not hard to figure out. The top four teams, odds-wise, to win the Super Bowl, guess what? 49ers, number one seed. Ravens, number one seed. Bills. Number two seed, Cowboys, number two seed. Uh, I don't know that, you know, I, I'm not smart enough about the the actual odds numbers thing, but it does stand to reason, right? The Cowboys are favored to go to the NFC Championship game. Huh. And bonus. So tonight, it's probably starting in a minute, right? We've got our uh, national championship game. It's that Michigan versus that... Uh, that was uh, Washington. And will I watch? I'm very busy. But uh, but I do view college football as practice for the pros, so we'll probably give it a glance. But there's tornado, tornado issues in Houston. Tornado issues, Houston to Louisiana. So uh, if you're watching, I just gave you your weather update. But if you're watching and you're in the Houston, Louisiana area, uh, make sure you're safe. Uh, go go find a way to have a media outlet communicate with you. Don't be afraid to go in an inner closet with a mattress. So we do. Go to uh, yeah, go to the mattresses. We go into a closet with a mattress, with a bottle of wine, and a cat. You can skip the last one. Fish, you have my permission. Fish. Um, 